0: All right. If you are uh, turning to Acts chapter twenty-one, we've been in Acts, and uh, right now, you know, just in terms of where we are and what's going on, this is an important shift in uh, just Paul's ministry. What we have seen up to this point, since his introduction, it's been going to various places, sharing the gospel, establishing leadership, establishing churches and then going back to visit those places. And now we find Paul in a very different scenario of which something that's kind of been really threatened the entire time, much like, like our Lord, where you know he says something, people get upset about it, they wanna kill him, <laughs> they wanna arrest him, they wanna persecute him some sort of way. But now this is going to be a shift because instead of the normal you know, amazing way that he is rescued, he gets out of that situation. Uh, Now we're going to see what God is going to do in it and in more detail. And so there will be less of a focus on visiting various countries, cities, ports, all of that. It's just going to be focused primarily on just the operation of what it is that uh, our Paul is doing. And so uh, before we get started, let's pray and then we'll dive in. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for this morning. And uh, Father, would you just be uh, with me and just speak freely, uh, remove me, set me aside. Lord, I have nothing to say, but Lord, you have everything to say. And so, Father, we just pray that the Holy Spirit will have free reign and free course, that it would be heard and received and uh, just taken in on the hearts and minds, and that, Lord, that there would be an impact Uh, that we could see that lived out. And so, Lord, have your way with us this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so our title is this, The Purpose of Blamelessness. I think one of the things that, you know, we can kind of think about the word blamelessness, and we want to say, okay, this is going to be, I'm going to stop doing this. I don't want this person to hold this thing against me. And so, I'm kind of always thinking and worried about how other people perceive me. But that comes short of really what it is that the Lord intends to truly do with blamelessness. It has a purpose. And I believe we will be able to see and discover what said purpose is when we get into our text and and break it down here. We're gonna be in Acts chapter 21, verses 20 through 30. We'll read that, and then we'll uh, start breaking it apart. And so you see here, it says in verse 20, and when they heard it, they glorified the Lord. Now, this is Paul's report. He is at the uh, Church of Jerusalem, or uh, Living Faith Jerusalem, as I like to think of it. (laughs) And uh, he's talking there, elders, and obviously the pastors there, and just giving report of what God has been doing with the Gentiles and how he's used them in that. And so this is their response. And when they heard it, they glorified the Lord and said unto him, thou seest brother, how many thousands of Jews there are which believe. And they are all zealous of the law. And they are informed of thee that thou teachest all the Jews which are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses saying that they ought not to circumcise the children neither to walk after the customs. What is it therefore? The multitude must needs come together, for they will hear that thou art come. Do therefore this, that we say to thee, we have four men which have a vow on them. Them take and purify themselves with them and be at charges with them, that they may shave their heads and all may know that those things whereof they were informed concerning thee are nothing, but that thou thyself also walkest orderly and keepest the law. As touching the Gentiles, we believe we have written and concluded that that they observe no such thing, save only that they keep themselves from the things offered to idols and from blood and from strangled and from fornication. Then Paul took the men the next day, purifying himself with them, entered into the temple to signify the accomplishment of the days of purification until that an offering should be offered for every one of them. And when the seven days were almost ended, the Jews, which were of Asia, when they saw him in the temple, stirred up all the people and laid hands on him, crying out, men of Israel, help, this is the man that teacheth all men everywhere against the people and the law and this place, and further brought Greeks also into the temple and hath polluted this holy place, for they had seen before with him in the city of Trophimus and Ephesian whom they supposed that Paul had brought into the temple. And all the city was moved and the people ran together and they took Paul and drew him out of the temple and forthwith the doors were shut. And as they went about to kill him, tidings came unto the chief captain of the band that all Jerusalem was in an uproar. And so this is our text. I mean, this is a uh, cliffhanger material here. Uh, Our dear Paul is in trouble, and we see what it is that is kind of being laid before us. Again, one of the things I want you just, you know, for the Bible students are thinking about, really, this chapter all the way to chapter 23 is going to be another day of Israel nationally just saying, no, Lord, to the gospel, and so you kind of want to just get that wrapped in your mind as you're kind of paying attention here. Remember, Paul is using... The holiday to, to, to say, okay, I want to be around all of my brethren. Remember, he wanted to be here for Pentecost and have this time so that he knew a lot of the Jews from the diaspora of where they were were going to be in Jerusalem. This is a key moment, a key opportunity to get in front of the group and say, hey, let me tell you of this gospel. And we'll see that. We'll see him give testimony. And he's going to give testimony he's not going to uh tailor it to their ears he's going to tell them what god has been doing with him and the gentiles that should be of comfort unfortunately we can see already there is a heart attitude that is kind of developed here and so something i want you just as an anchor verse in terms of that purpose for the blamelessness philippians 2 15 says this that you may be blameless and harmless the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. And then get this, here's that purpose. Why am I doing that? Among whom ye shine as lights in the world. And then what happens? Holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. This is Paul's intention. This is his heart. This should be our heart. And so we can read a text like this and become very concerned that, oh, you mean to tell me if I stand for the Lord, I may run up against similar scenarios. It may not be this large and this kind of scale, but absolutely it's on the table. in the world we live in today, where the world has said more openly, I don't want your Jesus, I don't want your church,
1: it's coming, if it's not already. And so it is this thing that if we're, it's, it's going to be an anchor verse, this needs to be an anchor verse for our hearts now, right now. Our key points will be these, get them down. Blamelessness will be tested. It's one thing to just Assume you're being blameless, but the enemy will make sure that it's tested. The next key point is blamelessness will give you a platform. See, it is if you are truly going to be blameless before the Lord, before his people and those that don't know him. It gives you a platform. You have to understand that. And last thing that we will look at is blamelessness will cost you. And so just in terms of getting our
0: head wrapped around like a short kind of just summary of what it is that we're really looking at, is essentially you've already heard it. These are false accusations being brought up against Paul. These Jews of Asia, now remember, you got to think all the way back. Remember when the Lord said, hey, don't go into Asia?
1: (laughs) So eventually, he went there. And these Jews of Asia
0: take issue with Paul. And they're so uh, hot-blooded about it, (laughs) they follow him around to make sure that people know just where they stand. These accusations Range,
1: there are a few things here. One is the teaching of Jews to forsake Moses, right? Not circumcise. And how would I do that? Well, by not circumcising children.
0: The next would be not walking in their customs. And so then what you see is Pastor James give uh, really an opportunity. And maybe his intention isn't completely uh, of the best model, but his counsel is to follow in a pattern with this vow that these four men have done and go in the temple, purify yourselves. Now, we know,
1: believer, I'm not under the law. I don't have to do any of that. But perhaps for Paul, there's a reason behind that. We need to look at that. There is a quick shift of focus
0: from Gentile uh, acceptance and yes, the Gentiles are coming in and everything beautiful that's happening, back to the Jews. And it really does just let us know something about our dear brothers and sisters there. Man, they just struggle to not see themselves as the number one focus. And really remember, Israel, very much like the rest of us, we have the same problem. We become our own focus. And so for Israel, this behavior we see here is just behavior that we act ourselves. Where now what you are and what you're about becomes the predominant agenda over what it is that the Lord is putting in front of you. Do we not struggle with that? Absolutely. So this is not to villainize them, but simply to say, I understand that. And so you see that that focus is sweet and quick. The next thing is the issue is Jewish custom over the testimony of God's goodness to the Gentiles. So now we have on one hand, there's accusations of not following custom. And
1: then there's counsel given to follow custom. It's like, man, can we just be done with the customs? (laughs) Okay. Okay. We don't like
0: customs when we travel. We don't like customs here. <laughs> okay, let's just
1: be done with them. And here's the, the kind of thing that just tradition is greater than truth.
0: Tradition is greater than truth. I mean, that's ultimately what kind of see on display here. So let's get into our first key point. Blamelessness will be tested. Get this down. A test of
1: blamelessness will reveal the character of its intention. A test of blamelessness will reveal the character of its intention. Because you could try to be blameless to
0: make sure that you are the, uh, the highlight of, of people's eyes religiously. Oh, look at what, oh, he's so religious. Oh, look at how big that Bible is. The binding on it, my God. That's a Cambridge, not a Schofield. He paid like $125, not $75, you know? <laughs> you know, there, there is something to that. And it can bring, kind of bring you glory. But when it's tested, it will show the truth of his character. Here we go. Let's dive in. Verse 20, and when they heard it, they glorified the Lord and said to him, Thou seest, brother, how many thousands of Jews there are which believe, and they are all zealous of the law. This is interesting for us to take note of here in the thousands is both a blessing and a warning. Here's the blessing side of that. It reveals the heart's desire to see the kingdom of heaven. This isn't wrong. It's biblical. In Matthew 13, 31 through 33, it says another parable put he forth unto them, saying, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sold in his field. Man, don't we know that Paul very much loves his kinsmen, loves to make that investment. We know already from scripture, just his heart position that says to the Jew first, Paul is going to be a person that's going to make sure that the Jews hear the gospel. And if they haven't heard it out of his mouth, he's like, man, I'm signing up for that to make sure I'm the guy.
1: So there's nothing wrong with that. Bible
0: actually supports that. And then it goes on to say, which a man took and sold in this field, which is indeed is the least of all seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs and become a tree so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. Another parable he unto them, the kingdom of heaven is like an 11, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal to the whole was left. See, the thing is is that he wants that seed to be planted. He wants to make sure that there is this kind of growth that happens. And he knows what his people could turn into if just naturally they would receive Jesus Christ as Messiah. You'd have something else in, in addition to that. Both kingdoms would be in place. Compare that with Luke 13, 20 that says, and again, he said, "Whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like leaven which a woman took and hid in measures of meal to the whole was leaven. And so you see on one hand it says kingdom of heaven and the other it says kingdom of God. And we know that whenever it is that Jesus Christ sets on the throne that both kingdoms will be in place.
1: It will be incredible. What is wrong with Paul wanting that? Nothing. So when you got those thousands there, this is a motivator. Paul is like, I get a shot. Man, I've gone to the
0: Gentiles, I've said and done, but now I get a chance to be in front of my kinsmen and be able to tell
1: them all that God has done with me. I want to take advantage. I want to seize this moment. But here's the warning that comes along with that. See, of those thousands, while it is great that you could have that, man,
0: let's let truth settle our minds here. Luke 12, 1. In the meantime, when there were gathered together, innumerable multitude of people, insomuch that they trolled one upon another, he began to say unto his disciples, first of all, beware ye of the 11 of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. See, just because it's a big group don't mean that whole
1: group has the same intention. It's a big group there. And yes, this is like shooting fish in a barrel for him. But now the thing is,
0: these accusations are coming up. Yes, I get all my, my kinsmen, get to see them and all their beauty. Now I get to tell them the gospel. And some of them are looking at him, you know, in that look, what it's like if you looked at him hard enough, like you would be dead. <laughs> right? That you got to dart your eyes a little because you're like, oh,
1: you're looking through me. <laughs> there are people there with ill intentions.
0: It goes on to say in Romans 10:2, for I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but get this, don't miss this, but not according to knowledge. See, there's a zeal that is present there. And we know of Israel still, even today, there's a zeal
1: for the things of God. But the Lord is saying, man, I sent my son. Now you don't have to work so hard. Relax. What are you doing?
0: Accept salvation. Come and be a part. Get the Holy Spirit. Man, and let me give you the work that comes from that instead of you working yourselves to death to maintain these customs and traditions. See, that's the the issue here. And Paul knows this of his countrymen. Why? Because he is somebody that wrestled with that himself. We've even seen those of this church of Jerusalem wrestle with that, where there had to be correction from Paul to Peter. Just, hey, man. Stop holding the, you know, you trying to do this Gentile got one way and then the Jews one another way. No, like we no, we're not doing that. In Galatians, I'm gonna spend the whole book throwing that down. Right? So th- this is a passionate issue that we know is very much on Paul's mind. In Galatians 1:14, and the prophet of the Jews' religion above many my equals in my own nation, being more
1: exceedingly zealous of what, y'all of the traditions of my fathers. This is a conflicted crowd. This is a crowd that even
0: though they are conflicted, Paul very much with the gospel says, I don't care. It's worth it for me to be able to declare this truth in front of them and to make sure they know. And so now if you think about it, Our Paul that we have watched and we have seen the Holy Spirit document this man's life, we know what he has done and hasn't done according to what scripture has laid out for us. These accusations are false. And now it's being tested by his own kinsmen or countrymen.
1: Sorry. Maybe some of them are. Actually, some of them are. We'll find out there are some relatives there. What do we do with this? We have to be understanding. Paul
0: knew what the gospel did in his life, and he greatly decided to see both of those kingdoms established in his
1: lifetime. So he put himself in front of them at every chance he had. Man, that's great respect to that. Even if it caused
0: him harm's way. And I love that if you think about blamelessness in that regard and a purpose that's being built in your mind, I wouldn't just do that for vainglory. If anything, for my glory, I'm trying to find ease and comfort, not the hard way, not the hardest way,
1: not to the people who will ignore me the most. That's not where I place myself. There's something that Paul did. Verse 21, and they informed of thee. That thou
0: teachest all the Jews which are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, saying that they ought not to circumcise the children, neither teach to walk after their customs. Verse 22, and what is it therefore? The multitude must needs come together, for they will hear that thou art come. See, again with that confusion. Acts nineteen thirty-two. some therefore cried one thing and some another, for the assembly was confused and the more part knew not whether, wherefore they were come together. They don't even know why, but now Pastor James through his counsel has given a, a way really that I think the Lord is just parrying to say, okay, well, here we go. We're going to put it out there because this is going to cause some, some trouble y'all. Verse 23, do therefore this, that, that we say to thee, we have four men, which have a vow on them. Now, let me explain this and clarify this just so you understand in number six two through seven let's get our mind wrapped around why this is so now i already told you that there is this kind of zealous behavior amongst israel for the traditions and in part it's because of what the law had done and this is an opportunity when you study leviticus you understand that really the law by design is just how do i be in fellowship with god in a physical way right and so now we can look at numbers six, two through seven, and it's going to kind of lay out something. And I'm going to just highlight some things that you got to take from this. It says, speaking to the children of Israel and saying to them, when either man or woman shall separate themselves. Okay. Separate themselves. We ought to maybe try to count and see how many times we're going to see that to a vow, a vow of a Nazarite to separate themselves unto the Lord. He shall separate himself from wine and strong drink and shall drink no vinegar of wine or vinegar of strong drink. Neither shall he drink any liquor of grapes nor eat moist grapes or dried. All the days of his separation shall he eat nothing that is made of the vine tree from the kernels, even to the husk. All the days of the vow of his separation, there shall no razor come upon his head until the days be fulfilled. In the which he separated himself unto the Lord, he shall be holy he shall let the locks of his head, of, head, of his head grow all the days that he separate himself unto the Lord. Do you think that the Lord thinks this is important, the separation? unto <laughs> Him. We said it a lot, Lord. It's like we're just fitting it in every time we can get it in. Just so you're clear. I'm clear what this
1: is about, right? He goes on to say, all the days that he separates himself from soil, he shall come at no dead
0: body. He shall not make himself unclean for his father or his mother or his brother or his sister when they die. Why? Because the consecration of God is upon his head. So when we're talking about this vow, we're talking about shaving heads. This is about being separated unto the Lord. But here's the thing that you got to understand. Praise the Lord. I don't have to do that. I like my haircut currently. I don't want to shave my head. You guys have seen me shave my head, but I don't want to have to do that, (laughs) okay? And so there was nothing wrong with this prior to Jesus, but after his resurrection, the scriptures say something very different in Titus. Titus 2.11 says this, for the grace of God that brings salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our savior, Jesus Christ. Get this, this is the most important part. Who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar peeper, people, <laughs> people, <peeper. laughs> zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority, let no man despise thee. So now listen, when you are watching Paul do this. This is not somebody that is confused about where purification comes from. So then you have to start looking at the intention behind why would he even do this? Why is he considering this?
1: This is an important part. See, he understands what Jesus had done for him.
0: This is why this test is becoming a bigger deal. Cause now I gotta think about blameless. Who am I trying to be blameless for? That's what I have to start asking myself. Am I more concerned about what fellow man
1: will think of me, or the Lord? This clarifies that God, not man, is the purifier. More fuel to that is in Acts fifteen seven. It says, "And when there had been
0: much disputing, P- Peter." himself, somebody who wrestled (laughs) with certain traditions and putting them on the Gentiles says this, when he had clarity of mind, Peter rose up and said to them, men and brethren, you know how that a good while ago, God made choice among us that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God, which knew it, the hearts bear them witness, giving them the Holy Ghost, even as he did in us and put no difference between us and them, purifying their hearts
1: by faith. That's what the scripture says. So again, what am I looking at then? Pastor James, why are you telling Paul to do this?
0: We know better, right? What is the point? This seems like a lot. Maybe he finally got his hair length where he wanted. Now I got
1: to shave it off and I got to go do this thing. And why? Why? It's a good question. Verse 24. Them take and purify, thems- purify themselves with them and be at
0: charges with them that they may shave their heads and all may know that those things whereof they were informed concerning thee are nothing, but thou thyself also walkest orderly and keepest the law.
1: And is he pandering to the Jews? And, you know, in my uh, <laughs> modern understanding the Bible, New Testament believer, it makes you uncomfortable to watch a man saved by the blood of the Lamb have to do these things. And then I like <laughs> this part. It's so funny to me how he just threw this in.
0: He's like, so do all this vow stuff. Oh yeah, as touching the Gentiles which believe, we have written and concluded that they observe no such thing, save only that they keep themselves from the things offered to idols and from blood and from strangled and from fornication. See, this is an account of what happened in, in Acts 15, 1 through 30, when Paul and Barnabas need to go to gain some insight on whether the Gentiles indeed needed to be circumcised. So this is just a reference to that statement, and that's the concluding statement that James, because he was the last person speaking about this matter, said this very thing. So here we are, in uncomfortable space, watching a believer in Jesus Christ that knows better, Powered by the Holy Spirit. Set out by the Holy Spirit. We know that. Knows the word of God. Backwards
1: and forwards. Doing vows. Shaving heads. What are we doing, brother? Second key point. Blamelessness will give you a platform. Blamelessness will give you a platform. And get this down, that platform should reveal God's heart. Blamelessness gives you a platform, and that platform should reveal God's heart.
0: Verse 26, not only was it counsel given, but it was executed. Why? Because the other thing that we get to see in principle is how man, the authority, spiritual authority that's over us, it would be in our best interest to do that. God is with you. Because really, you know who the Lord's going to take the issue with? The one that is uh, giving you said instruction. And you say, Lord, I, this is the authority. I see them as authority. This is not directly against you. And so I'm going to do that thing. And if it blows up in your face, well, then the Lord is going to protect you. And Give you some knowledge about it. Maybe tell his son or daughter and some of you, Bible, hey, that, get
1: back in your word here. That's not what happens. He does it. Verse 26, then Paul took the man and next day purifying
0: himself with them entered into the temple to signify the accomplishment of the days of purification until that the offering should be offered for every one of them. Now, here it is in Acts 24, 17. He gives you a little more insight because I want you to know some little detail about this. Okay, because I want you to know that he's been given a platform. He's already shown his intention. And if it wasn't clear to you, let's get a little more just so we can kind of get that clarity there. Acts 24, 17. Now, after many years, I came to bring alms to my nation and offerings whereupon certain Jews from Asia found me purified in the temple neither with multitude, so this is not a show. This is not about I'm trying to make it look good for the camera. There's no Instagram or or TikTok or Twitter, and so he's not tweeting
1: it, like some people might do. Take communion today. Stupid, (laughs) right? This is not that. And it says there was no tumult. So now, think about it. Remember, that
0: platform is being given. God is launching his feet forward in faithfulness and obedience. He's doing it to the command of Pastor James. He is submitting himself. He is going to go do that thing. And everything is working out
1: until it's not. (laughs) It's not a show. But it has a heart and mind to be connected to his country.
0: Why? For the purpose of the gospel. First Corinthians 9:20 20 through 23, you know it. But see, you need to hear it again now because you have a situation by which it's challenging these uncomfortable thoughts that we have, believer. 1 Corinthians 9:20 says this, and unto the Jews I became as a Jew that I might gain the Jews. To them that are under the law as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law, to them that are without the law as without the law, being not without the law to God. There it is, man. I love that. Do you, you just flew over that? Let's read it again. You just flew over it. That I might gain them that are under the law to them that are without the law as without the law, being not without law to God. Where is Paul's intention, y'all, with these actions? it is still ultimately to the Lord. And the thing that he wants to do is be used of God in this uncomfortable situation. Even he already told us in the previous chapter, if it kills him, he doesn't care, his life is the Lord's. And so he can just be used and moved and placed and all of that. Man, this this cat is unbelievable. Being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ that I might gain them that are without the law, excuse, excuse me, without law, to the weak I became as weak that I might gain the weak and I have made all things to all men that I might by all means save some and this I do for the gospel's sake that
1: I might be a partaker thereof with you. Usain Bolt Pose. I mean, that incredible. For the gospel's sake. See, here's the thing. You know how if you've been on short-term mission
0: trips, you may have to do customs and do things that it's not American, it's not Black, it's not what you used to, it's not Midwestern, and it's not against the Lord. And why am I gonna do that? If somebody hands me a plate of food and it's a hoof of an animal, I'm gonna tip the plate of, where are the burgers? Now, I want to, in Jesus' name. (laughs) And my stomach may be doing cartwheels. But listen, I
1: just threw out that platform that the Lord gave me. That's what blamelessness looks like. Guys, we got to be blameless
0: with a purpose. It can't just be just to make sure that everything
1: comes out good and your brothers and sisters say, Oh, you a good Christian. What does the Lord think? What's the Lord think? It doesn't matter what I think. Now it does kind of. But not really,
0: (laughs) because I'm not the Lord. Now, I'm his key man in a key situation. And if I see some questionable stuff, we're going to have a conversation. (laughs) Okay,
1: about it, that you cease said action, right? And we'll we'll pray graciously. We work through it.
0: But the thing that I want you to understand, it's not being goody-two-shoes. We're not taking uh, attendance. What are you coming here for? What are you in discipleship
1: and Bible study for? Why go to FBI? Who cares? That's not Harvard. But it matters to the Lord. And so does it matter to you because it matters to the Lord? That's what I'm
0: saying. Because it matters to Paul. Because it matters to the Lord. He, know, he knows that God loves his people. And he wants to take
1: every opportunity to make sure, guys, hear me. Let me tell you about this Jesus. Let me tell you how he's used me. Man, I I got the the Jewish super Jew on my T-shirt. And I'm talking to the Gentiles. So I will shave my head. I'll withhold from the grapes.
0: Then I I bet the grapes is delicious. They don't have any of all the crazy stuff in them. He's like, I'll withhold all of these things. And I'm not doing it for show. I will just be in the thing. <laughs> just so probably, you know, Paul is like on the way too. So let me tell you about Jesus, yeah. <laughs>
1: this cat, he don't. he's just, he's an opportunist. See, here's a, here's a critical,
0: a critical just kind of principle. Listen, we are servants to God and to men. And if your walk is just simply about you trying to stop an authority, a spiritual authority from asking questions in your life,
1: you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. You are a servant of the Lord. And the Lord left
0: you here on purpose to make sure that you are an advocate for the gospel, that you would take the opportunities and the on ramps that come your way in your life and your community to people in your family, all of that. So if I'm not doing
1: that, what am I being blameless for? Whose glory is it for? Mine. We are servants to God, children, and to men, and those men so that they can hear the gospel of Jesus Christ from our lips.
0: See, here's the thing. I don't want to just take on... uh, other
1: customs and traditions, just to simply coexist with them. I hate that sticker. Because what that means is now I'm gonna put these falsehoods on the same level as Jesus Christ. I don't think so. This worldly, new agey, nonsensy thing that we have going on where everybody's spiritual, Let's let the Lord define that and see what he thinks about it. Maybe we already read that. You're neither cold nor hot. Key point number three, blamelessness will cost you. If you're doing it right, you have that right intention, it's going to cost you something. Get this down, it may be that your blamelessness is only visible to God himself. You think that these Jews care about his blamelessness?
0: Absolutely not, they're doing everything in their power to say that he's not blameless
1: and create these false accusations.
0: It may be that your blamelessness is only visible to God himself and maybe those who also have his heart. Guys, listen, I can't just be anywhere doing whatever I want and then stand before you on Sunday and expect to be
1: able to share the gospel freely. The Lord will remove me in a heartbeat. So I got to be the kind of blameless, that's so blameless, none of y'all around. Why? Because God's watching. That's why. Verse 27.
0: And when the seven days were almost ended, the Jews, which were of Asia, when they saw him in the temple, stirred up all the people and laid hands on him. Now, I, forgive me. I realized on my way here that I didn't uh, write all of these places, but I want you to do that just because it's important for you to see this, how this is played out. Let's start in Acts 6, 9 through 12. Acts 6, these are the times that you will see that word stirred or even just the idea of it. Acts 6, 9 through 12, and we're not going to read it, but I just want you to get it down. It's certain of the synagogue. And what they do, they suborn men. They bribe these guys to make sure that their testimony against Paul was going
1: to be that he speaks against Moses. In Acts 13:50. Acts 13:50 The Jews stirred up the devout and honorable women and chief men of the city Acts 14, 2, 5 and 19. Acts 14, 2,
0: 5 and 19. Unbelieving Jews stirred up the
1: Gentiles, made their minds evil, affected against the brethren. That was Acts 14, 2, 5, and 19. The next, Acts
0: 17, 5, 6, and 13. Acts 17, 5, 6, and 13. The Jews which believe not move with envy. And took unto them certain lewd fellows of the baser sword
1: and gathered a company and set all the city on an uproar You know, just uh, we got one more. Acts 18:12. Acts
0: 18:12. And when Galile was the deputy of Achaia, the Jews made insurrection with
1: one accord against Paul and brought him to the judgment seat. See, remember I said, uh, blamelessness is gonna cost you
0: something. If you think about it, it's gonna cost you rest. There is absolute fatigue that can show up. We've seen this on several occasions, that there is some issue that's coming up with my own country. You don't think that the enemy wants to allow you to have an opportunity for an escape route where you just say, you know what, this ain't worth it. This cost me my life every time I open my mouth for the gospel. It cost me friendships. It cost me family relationships.
1: It's not worth it. So I'm going to stop doing it. And the devil says, thank you very much. Have a seat. Guys, listen. The most threatening thing
0: in in the universe outside of God, our father, which everybody should be afraid
1: of, is a Christian that's on fire. So listen, you're not even a threat. You're not even a threat if the only thing that stops you is your own flesh. And this is not listen, this is not to make you feel bad or call you out, but man, we just got to start looking at souls properly. Times are wasted. I love that this cat, man. He, I mean just Okay, James. Yeah. Okay. Uh pastor?
0: Yeah. I'll do it. I'll meet those guys there. We'll be on time. We'll be ready to go. We're going to go in here. And
1: I and Maybe now I'm just excited. Why? At the opportunity of the four. Think about that. We kind of glazed over, right? You think those four cats, Paul,
0: and the type of dude he is, that he didn't take the opportunity to share the gospel with them if they didn't know it
1: and to clarify maybe some questions? Absolutely. Start it up. Ladies and gentlemen, the world is stirred up. All these little political
0: issues and these little traps that the enemy has allowed believers
1: to fall into on on social media, it should just tell you one thing, the earth is stirred up.
0: And so what what am I gonna do now? Do I stop saying the truth? Do I stop living that out? Do I start doing little things like I see some Christians online will say is, I'm done with church, but that doesn't change my view on the Lord himself. Oh, yes, it does. Because now you have figured out a corner by which you will obey and not obey. You created the no-go,
1: the go-no-go. Mm-mm, doesn't work like that. It's worthwhile for this type of blamelessness. It costs us something. At the end, if I,
0: if I was left destitute, which I won't be because I always have him. He already promised me that, but I forget it in the moment when that dear family member that I love and I've been trying to share the gospel with for years and I finally get the opportunity and it ends in an argument. And then at some point you just stop talking. Because you realize it's not going anywhere. And now you're praying and they're upset. And you left each other's homes and space and place. And it's awkward. Believer, listen, I know. You think I just just described a lot of situations you may have found, yes, guilty, been there. I don't enjoy it. But listen, the discomfort I feel in that situation is nothing compared to the discomfort I can feel when the Lord says, why don't you? proclaim my name
1: well lord i wanted to be liked, well in my family i want to be the jewel in people's eyes you know smell good look good feel good so i was quiet i think the lord will have something to say about that just a thought verse 28 let's finish up here crying out men of israel help
0: this is the man that teaches all men everywhere wow hyperbolic (laughs) against the people and the law and this place and further brought greeks also into the temple and have polluted this holy place i want you to jot this down notice
1: their focus Notice their focus. The people is a desire for exclusive community. This is why I don't have
0: signs in my yard of this, that, or the other. These little wars people
1: are making. I'm for this and this, we are, this. shut up. Stupid. I want the Lord said, Everybody can get into this family. So I don't get to pick and choose. Just the other 6'2 black dudes. Sorry, ladies, you're out. You're not 6'2 and you're not black.
0: You're not a guy. You're out, sorry. No, that'd be dumb.
1: That's how I feel like we, we just get in these corners and like, okay, so uh, I'm a 2A guy. I'm not a 2A guy. Stupid. What are we doing? The law. A desire for rules that are carried out by self discipline, bringing personal glory. Man, I wanna be done with that. I don't wanna try harder type faith. If you notice, all other world religions, that's what they are. I have to do, I have to jump through hurdles
0: and hoops. Shoots and ladders, if you remember that game from the 80s, you are cool. (laughs) Or (laughs) mousetrap. Another one, because that's what it is. When you got to jump over this and slide down that and climb this ladder to get over here, push a ball, and you feel like a hamster. No, the Lord's like, I've done it. It's my
1: faithfulness. Do you believe that I am who I said I am? finished work of the cross. I think that's, maybe we should look at that. This place, a building that is only valuable by what it's made out of. Them synagogues might as well be big uh, tombs, big tombs. That's the focus though. An exclusive community, discipline bringing personal glory A building that's only as valuable as the
0: things that's made up, not the gospel, not actually being biblically right with the
1: Lord. Say, well, Dale, I don't really wrestle maybe with those things. Uh, Maybe you should do an assessment. (laughs) I don't know. Check it out. Ask the Lord to tell you.
0: Those are fun prayers. You know how some prayers you ask the Lord, it feels like, man, he is late. That is not one of them. Lord, tell me where I'm weak at. (laughs) You know, it's like, voila, it's right here.
1: No, (laughs) please spare me. I'm good. (laughs) No. Verse 29.
0: For they had seen before with him in the city Trophimus and Ephesian, whom they supposed that Paul had brought into the temple. And again, just remember in Acts 20, verse 4, and they're accompanying him into Asia. So Peter, Berea, the Thessalonians, Aristarchus of Secundus, Gaius of Derby, Otheus, and of Asia, Tychicus, and Trophimus. And so again, you just kind of see, like, perhaps there are these individuals, they would have said, ah, one of them, no, man,
1: listen, that didn't happen. Come on. Come on. Stop it. And the last thing, he was moved and the people ran together and took Paul and drew him out of the temple and forward the doors were shut. And so my conclusion is this, to go back to the anchor verse.
0: That you may be blameless and harmless the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. You say, but Dale, he's getting rebuke. Um, not that could stand before the Lord. His record is clear. And the funny thing is, is when we, the next phase of this that we'll start looking at is just how this chief captain is going to play such an integral part and really in his rescue. And you got to know something. Anytime the Lord is delivering you or allowing you to walk through a valley, it's not you doing it. And it's not by accident that somebody is joining you in it. It's because the Lord has also said to that person, hey, go do this thing. And so you must understand the Lord's hand is on it. This is how I can maybe relax at the trouble. Not because I don't say, Lord, help, it's troublesome. Not because I don't feel it or it grieves me or it challenges me or pushes me into weird places. Listen, that is all fine and dandy. And the Lord very much loves desperate children. So you're not gonna ever be in something all the time that just makes you go, yeah, I got this figured out. Watch this. No, because that's your flesh. This situation is about, this is intense. And he told them, hey,
1: Paul, remember, he visited two cities. and said, brother, don't go, don't go. And he's like, man, your tears, they're troubling me. Stop it. (laughs) I got to go.
0: I got to go and do this thing. And why? It's because I want to be blameless before the Lord.
1: I want to be blameless before the Lord. And the Lord has given him a platform to do that. And we're going to
0: see as this unravels, man, just the beauty of it. I don't want, it's like the trailer before the movie. I don't want to spoil it. You know, some people when they do trailer reviews, they don't tell. They're like, this is a spoiler one. This is not a spoiler one. But if you read ahead, the beauty of what he says and sharing his testimony, It's incredible. And he was still given the platform in which to speak and say this truth. You should read ahead and check it out. And so obviously we'll study all of that. We'll go into that. But I wanna leave you just with this parting verse that you must so harmless and sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation uh, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Look little light, you need to shine. You need to shine, stop hiding, stop covering, shine. Tell the people the truth. Be winsome, be loving, be gracious, be accurate. Know the gospel of Jesus Christ and tell them. And watch all of these things come true for you as well. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I do pray that we would just consider the challenge uh, set before Paul, a man that is calculated. But Lord, I mean, some of the things and just how things unfold, we we never Mm -hmm. know all the detail. And we really don't need to because, well, if you're leading us, then whatever is coming our way, Lord, it's okay. And so, Father, as we just consider, oh,
1: just you just think butch. about who
0: are we trying to be blameless for, uh, what's the intention behind that, um, Lord, have you shown a weak character already to us that we just need to confess before you this morning that we get an opportunity to be right with you. And so, Lord, I pray as a group that we would just consider what it is that we're about, what we're doing. That Lord, we would have the platforms in our families and our our uh, at our jobs and and um, in our neighborhoods, and even here in the lobby. I mean, just that Lord, that we would be understanding that you want to use us. We should be grateful for that. And sometimes, Lord, it seems like an inconvenience to our agenda. Father, forgive us for that. Um, Lord, help us to be ready. Help us to. Have our eyes open. Lord, help us not to just adopt other customs and things just for our own glory, just for exploration, to learn some new way that uh, a people lives. But Lord, that we wouldn't abandon the truth of your word and that it would always have the intention of being a platform for the gospel. Lord, help us to be wise in these days. Challenge us in our faith, Lord. Lord, I pray that uh, whatever it costs us here, that Lord, that you said you have your reward in your hand and that Lord, uh, you would freely give. And so Lord, would you give us reward of even seeing souls saved, that you give let us have the opportunity to invest the word of God in people. And that we would help fund and visit and support and love on churches that are being planted. And uh, Lord, thank you. Um, just for what you're doing in Vietnam and Boston, Lee Summit, Tampa, and here, and the rest of the Living Faith family, Lord. Um, your glory on display. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.